What's up, everybody? This your boy Wayne, aka the Benoit Boy. This is another edition of the Benoit Boy Files. Huh. Well, uh, it's Tuesday. Two days before my birthday. Turned to big 52. Damn, 52. Getting old. But uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to kind of like share my thoughts, my views, and hopefully get some opinions. Uh, as far as all what's going on in the world right now. Um, first things first, I do want to pay my respects uh, to the late John Lewis, uh, who was uh, kind of like going through like a tour, um, which people are paying his respects. Um, he went through that legendary bridge through Selma, South Carolina for the last time. Uh, it's just a bit of irony that he... Uh, went through that uh, the, the, the previous times he went through that bridge he was often berated belittled, was actually beaten and then it's rather as I mentioned before ironic that his last time riding through there he gets those same cops well not actually the same cops but those same police force that arrested him uh, and actually beaten him over the head are now giving him a hero's welcome and paying their their respects. Um, I knew of John Lewis, but not didn't know a lot about him. So I made it uh, kind of. Uh, I wanted to le- learn more about him because you know uh, when you're dealing with someone who was, who was also played a part in. Uh, changing American history and showing that, you know, violence is not the answer. You know, following the footsteps, walking alongside the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, that, that's something that, that um, you can really lay your hat on and, and definitely pay your respects to. So, um, again, uh, John Lewis, the man who made the turn Good Trouble famous, uh, it's not gone, but he will definitely not be forgotten. Rest in power. Um, also, uh, a, t- a TV uh, uh, hosting icon, Regis Philbin, passed away. Um, I know that, you know, my mom was a big fan of, of uh, his show when he was Regis and Kathy Lee. Um, I thought he was really cool when he did once be a millionaire. I mean, I mean the, the guy had that New York swagger about himself, even you know in, in his uh, his dying days. You know, he always had that coolness about himself. You know, and, and um, he was sorely be missed as well. Um, but I do want to want to talk about certain things that. Is definitely affecting our country. And I know that a lot of people probably don't want to hear what I got to say. Because they're probably worn or weary of the whole uh, pandemic thing. But, you know, I hate to say it. This is something that's not going to go away. And what's making this even more alarming is that... I find it rather sad 
that there are so many people that will that still defy the whole uh, mandate of wearing a mask. That they refuse to wear one. And my thing is, is that why is that? Everyone keeps on saying that it's my civil right to wear a mask. That you're in violation of my civil rights. Now, it's all good to be talking about civil rights, bill of rights, this rights, that right. How about knowing what these rights are before you start, you know, popping off a mouth saying this, that, and the other? Because rest assured, I guarantee you, all these people that rant and rave about, oh, it's my right for this, it's my right for that, probably don't even know the full content of the Bill of Rights nor the Constitution. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with uh, some type of violation of civil rights. It's about curtailing this pandemic that's running rampant, running roughshod over this country. I mean, my God, we are the epicenter of this disease. You turn on the news, you turn on, you read about it, you always hear about, you know, these these things spreading like wildfire, and why? It's simple. People don't want to listen. They they believe who they want to believe. They believe the, they, they believe the ones who are not educated or have been informed enough as far as why we have to wear a mask. They rather believe individuals who have been misinformed or have their own agendas and care not to follow the word of science and that's not smart there was a video last night it was at an airport at JetBlue airport this was an African American male I'm female excuse me and she was just raising cane about it's a violation of my civil rights, trying to use Black Lives Matter angle, all this ridiculous bantering back and forth. Yap, 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 yap. And yet she has no clue as far as when she says, oh, this is a violation of my civil rights. No, 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 no. It's not a violation. It's a violation. You are violating the safety and the sanctity of the facility that you are that they are currently in. All that yelling and screaming, you are spewing projectiles in the air. At which, if not properly protected, people are going to ingest that. They're going to breathe that in. It's going to infiltrate their systems, and then and it, it will shut you down. When people have to ill-advised mindset that oh, I'm young, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I can beat this virus. No, the hell you can't. 
if you don't catch it soon enough, it will take you down. That's why the moment you start feeling the symptoms, get tested. But you can avoid all that issues if everybody just worn a damn mask. And I hear all the excuses. Oh, it's inconvenient. Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, it looks ugly on me. Oh, it puts lines on my face. Oh, it makes me break out in in acne. All those little things are trivial complaints. Trivial. I would rather have have lines on my face and still be alive than look handsome. Looking handsome in a casket because my ass is dead. We are closing in to 150,000. And we just now just went over almost over half the year of 2020. This was supposed to be the year that new beginnings for a lot of people, a lot of changes. But instead, this is the era of which people might have died way too early may have died way too soon may have died in a in a death that's oh gosh people dying in a death that I would think is probably the worst feeling in the world For those who don't have asthma, just picture this. When you are having shortness of breath that's so bad that you feel that you can't breathe, that's a scary feeling. Panic will start to sit in. You will literally feel like hyperventilating until you fade to black. That's a scary feeling. And I have asthma. So trust and believe. I have had a few close calls in my day. Very close calls. So when I hear these people that bitch and complain by not wanting to wear a mask because it's more of a cosmetic excuse than than just wearing one because wearing one because you have to the government has made issued an order this has nothing to do with oh president this or prime minister this or whatever the case may be no Every time a person walks around without a mask, you're putting people's lives in your hands. That makes you ignorant. That makes you selfish. That makes you stupid.
And you know what else is foolish? That people still walk around that nothing is 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 wrong. That the world is still perfect. The government is trying to send our kids back to school next month. I have grandkids. Um, I have two granddaughters. One is supposed to be going to school this year. I'm hoping that my stepdaughter is not going to send my granddaughter to, to public school. I know that teaching him virtually and, and homeschooling can be difficult. It can be trying. It can definitely uh, try a person's patience. But at the end of the day, I would rather be the one teaching my child, educating my child, instead of being in the classroom, knowing that it could always be a possibility that one child may have it and don't even know it. And then it spreads like wildfire. I mean, I don't really see the sense behind it. I mean, sometimes, you know, when the government does try to push something, naturally it's it's, it's always uh, easy to draw a conclusion that they must be getting some type of benefit out of this. And maybe they are. But even still, makes me wonder these politicians that are pushing this that you're putting these children lives in your hands you're making these children collateral damage and that these these uh, children die or get the coronavirus I mean, that is going to be something that I know if I was a position of authority would make it very hard for me to sleep at night. Because I would be riddled with guilt. That's for sure. To change the subject matter slightly, um, our sports have returned with all the new mandates as far as, you know, in, like in basketball, they're all down here in Orlando, all pretty much staying in a bubble, if you will. And, you know, uh, uh, Clippers guard Lou Williams did violate that mandate. Now he has to quarantine himself for 10 days because he wanted to go to the gentleman's club in Atlanta. His rationale that, oh, he wanted to go get something to eat. That's a long drive just to get something to eat. I mean, I live in Orlando. There is quite the cornucopia of restaurants that he can come by and be able to get something to eat. 
I hope that lap dance was worth it there, Mr. Williams. That's all I got to say. Um, but with this COVID-19 really playing a big factor in all our, in our everyday life, you see a lot of players in all variety of sports have either been infected, infected by it are not presently playing right now or they've been or they choose not to play at all there's been quite a few uh, players from from uh, respected teams that have decided not to partake this year both in basketball baseball and football There's one tweet that a, a, a professional athlete put down. He played for the Patriots. I mean, what wasn't a well-known player, but still, you know, you have the opportunity to play for Bill Belichick. Naturally, any other time, it'll be a learning experience to have, and plus, to get paid to play a child's game is always something, you know, like a dream come true. But his tweet flat out said, "Family comes first over funds so I cannot blame that young man and considering that recently I would say nearly two thirds of of the Miami Marlins were infected by the coronavirus when they played in Philadelphia now what I did notice when I was watching the games that these young men on the Marlins did not really follow the mandates that well. I mean, did they have their mask on? Yes, they did. But they, did they practice the safe distancing? No, they did not. So there was a lot of guys that were high-fiving each other, real close around each other. And, you know, could that have been the culprit? Who knows? But what that did, it caused a ripple effect. Because you see now, the team they're playing against, the Philadelphia Phillies, they had their games canceled against the New York Yankees. They were scheduled to play today, and their game was canceled. Which is pretty big, considering that there's only 60 games in this season. So, this happening so bad in baseball, I think it's gonna react in, in when when basketball season is in full sway. Or when football season is in full sway. They already opened up their mini camps in the NFL right now. So that's something to, to watch, that's for sure. And finally, I just want to share something with, with my listeners out there. The ones who do listen, thank you so much. Um, we only got one turn around this floating rock we call planet Earth. And of course now we see all the little things out there, that are out there. You know, derogatory terms, you know, the, uh, the name calling, the 
racial profiling and such. You know, um, to start out my podcast talking about John Lewis, I'm sure John Lewis, along with the great Dr. Martin Luther King, both would say that it doesn't matter what shade, what color you are, we're all in this world together. Let's learn to live with one another, laugh with one another, love with one another. That was the message that Dr. King, along with John Lewis, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Andrew Young, and many others who was in the civil rights movement was trying to emphasize. But it seems that with all these rioters, these rioters going on in, in these respective cities, and some of them, you know, they'll, they'll claim that, oh, we're just doing for Black Lives Matter, but yet you see the acts of violence that goes on. Guns, uh, uh, people getting shot, people getting ran over by vehicles. I mean, my goodness. This was the type of stuff that I remember both my my father, who is a, of African American descent, and my uncle used to tell me about all the time. And it's it's something that that I think not only in the United States, but also worldwide, that we all just need to just take a deep breath, stop making the, making up these judgmental impressions about people, know about them before you draw your conclusions, and end all this prejudice. So what's going to happen? Is that instead of the world coming together, we're going to be driven apart. And that's all, and the ones who's going to lose out in the end are going to be the young ones, the little ones. Because they're the ones that are going to ask the question of mom and dad when they ask, why can't I play with this person anymore? Doesn't he like me anymore? And when that parent has explained to that child, nah, he doesn't like you because of your skin color. He doesn't like you because you're a girl. He doesn't like you. She doesn't like you because of your social status. We need to get this right, people. That's all I got to say. Anyway, that's my time. Please, everyone out there, wear your mask. Be safe out there. This is your boy, Wayne, a.k.a. Manoy Boy. Signing off. One love. Peace.